We'd like to welcome you to the second episode of our Mission One podcast. My name is Jim Pratt, Director of Engagement. I also work as Mission One Coordinator for General Baptist Ministries. Traditionally, when we've thought of Mission One, we've thought global involvement, going on mission trips internationally, internships, things such as that. The wonderful COVID pandemic, if it did anything, what it did for us in 2020 is we evaluated other opportunities for teams since our teams were not able to go globally. So we reemphasized uh, an emphasis on stateside mission trips. Privileged today to have Tim Reese, pastor of the Ava General Baptist Church with us. Tim, go ahead and, and uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Tim Reese. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, Jim. Uh, I'm with the Jim Pratt, so I'm I'm honored. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Thank you. I'll pay you no, we, for saying that. <laughs> I'm out in southwest Missouri in Ava, and uh, we've been senior pastor here for four years, been serving at this church for nine years, and um, we are um, excited to partner with General Baptist Ministries. We really appreciate everything that uh, y'all are doing. Um, for the church, and and we appreciate that partnership. And so we we truly believe at Ava General Baptist Church that we are better together. And so anytime we can partner locally or national internationally, um, we'll we'll do so. Tim, um, I, I quite often think of Acts one eight. You know, after the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, not or, but in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I have to admit, a number of years back, whenever I was pastor, and I was that pastor that said, why do we need to go over there when we have needs here? Mm. But I think also we have other people that will just focus on global needs. Tim, do you think it's an either or, or do you think it's a both and? Definitely a both and. Um, we see that in Scripture very clearly. And it's oftentimes it can be tempting to just send money send missionaries, um, even go on trips. Um, but we also need to focus on locally um, what we have here in the States. We have many opportunities and many needs in the States. And um, our church has um, been passionate about partnering with international and national missions. And so um, we've ha- had really great uh, b- benefits and outcomes from serving um, nationally. And so it's been it's been good to partner with uh, with international missions and national missions together. And uh, it's been encouraging for the pastors, too. There's been relationships that have been formed um, that are deepening. And that's been really cool to see. Tim, go ahead and tell us about um, I think you've gone on two trips to uh, Marlowe, Oklahoma, the Harvest Church. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you did there and. um, how, how you've changed as a result of being involved in um, those opportunities. Yeah, we um, we first went to Marlowe and tore up some stuff. Uh, we, <laughs> we went to do some demo for them and we took uh, three people on that trip. And it was our church has been, has been faithful in supporting mission work here in the States and uh, and abroad financially. But I wanted to lead us to get some boots on the ground and a national mission trip uh, came up for for Marlowe and it was within about seven hour drive from our church it was something that we didn't have to have a passport (laughs) we didn't have to you know the cost was low and the barrier of entry was was easier for people to enter and so it was amazing to take our people to Marlowe the relationships that have been formed um, we have we have people asking and praying for James and Shauna. And that's been really cool to see. Um, 
we we went there the first time, did demo work for about three days, uh, stayed at an Airbnb, and and then we we came back and and a few months later they were needing some more work done. We went in there and um, we uh, painted some stuff. We cut some concrete. We did some framing. Um, that time we were able to partner with other churches, Sandy General Baptist Church, uh, General Baptist Church in West Plains and some and Nixon General Baptist and and some others. And so um, we we took eight people that second time. And what was really cool was as some of our people that went, their relationships with each other were strengthened. Sure. Um, and then as as they as they went and they saw how much work was to be done at Marlowe, they they have a heart uh, for praying for Marlowe, for um, for the mission work that's going on there. And I just think that's awesome to open up our minds to what's out there and and to help out in that way. So, Tim, I think would you agree that it doesn't matter what a person's skill set is, there are things that they can do to be involved. Go ahead and describe it for, um, sure. for our listeners. Uh, you said the uh, demo remodel. Um, what are they, what's um, Harvest Church, what's the, the building that you worked on? What did it used to be and what are they, I, obviously it's going to be a, a church, but uh, but what was it before? It was a gas station. <laughs> well, and originally it was a gas station and then um, the awning of the gas station was enclosed. And so the building had been added on to multiple times. And and as it was added on to, it was a resale shop. It was like an antique store. And so there were booths inside of it. And so um, a lot of that, there there were a lot of surprises as you start digging into something like that. So that's what it was before. And then the, uh, I think the, the state fire marshal decided that there were a few other hoops <laughs> they needed to jump through before they yeah. could uh, pick back up again. Yeah, yeah, this... Uh, they, they have their, their guidelines and their codes. And so they were waiting, trying to get those approved. And uh, while they were, um, the church was meeting in another place because obviously the church is more than a building, but it's uh, it's huge potential right there on the main uh, strip going into Marlow. And so um, I'm, we're excited for, for what's going, what God is already doing right. um, in this situation. It, w- it was neat for uh Danny Donovan, President of General Baptist Ministries, and I to to go out to Oklahoma, to Tahlequah area, then also uh, that area with you, and it was neat to see you almost like a um, a big brother going back to see little you know little brother in a sense or in the church and and um, yeah and how they received you there. It's it's how far from Ava, Missouri, Marlowe? It's about six to seven hours. So six to seven hours. Um, different culture than Ava, Missouri. A little bit, yeah, but not honestly. the The town is around the same size, okay. And so, um, as we talked with the church and talked with the people, and it it was they were people like us, and so we could relate in so many different ways uh, as a smaller church, and and it was um, it was good to to be able to talk with them, and and yeah, it's it's around the same culture. Um, they love football, and, <laughs> and so we could we could relate in that way. Tim, you, you mentioned a uh, smaller church. What's the size of Ava Church? Um, tell us a little bit about the demographic, demographics of your church. We, um, we have around 125 people that gather every week. We have um, uh, discipleship groups that our church is getting really big on discipleship. And um, our men and women are really digging into that. And it's been so cool to see people grow. Um, this partnership and ministry um, Philippians chapter one, verse three says, uh, Paul says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, 
always in every prayer of mine for you, all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And what I see is happening in our church is um, partners in ministry. Uh, We have people who are who are using their gifts and their talents and their abilities in ways that they haven't done that in the past. And so it's been really cool seeing people step into that. You mentioned earlier, Jim about the skill set for a mission trip honestly there's there's things to do for every single person and and some of our people that went they weren't necessarily uh, one person in particular wasn't necessarily into the the physical labor the but what she did was she did a lot of the running back and forth she she served she brought lunches and and things like that so there's there's so many things to do and that's what we're seeing happening in our church and it's been really exciting seeing people um partner with each other get involved um and really invest in each other's lives and that's what the vision that we've been driving towards toward other churches too not just in west africa not just in india not just in the philippines but all over um, in our community as well. And so really just trying to share that that goal that we are truly, we can do more together than we can alone. Sounds like that would be a good uh, slogan for a denomination. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, it's good. Tim, did, did was your wife and uh, children able to go with you on either of these trips to Marlowe? The first one I went alone, but the second one they went with me and they were super excited to uh, meet James and Shauna's children. And and so they connected really well. They played uh, with Des and Christy. And so it was uh, it was cool to see them them. It was cool to see them get involved, uh, to really have a heart for another church outside of our context, outside of our community. And for them to see the need that there's churches all over the United States that need help. Um, there's pastors that need encouraged. And so our daughters are actually praying for James and Shauna as we pray at night. And so it's been really cool to see them uh, connect in that way. So you uh, you and Lindsay have been married how long? What's your anniversary date? Day in June year? 2nd. June 2nd. What's the year? 2007. Okay, we'll make sure that Lindsay confirms that for you. Um, <laughs> exactly. and how, are, how old are your daughters, Tim? They are four and seven. I think that's really neat. So they're never too young to learn to no. uh, to serve others, is it? And I think, no, we need to get our kids involved. I mean, our kids aren't the next generation. They're this generation. Right. They are right now, they need to be serving and they need to have a heart for other people um, outside of our own church. And so it, 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 you definitely, whatever age, whatever skill set, get involved and, uh, and, and pour into other people, invest in other people's lives. So would, would you agree with me? I, I mentioned this rather than um, nag your children about being more appreciative, things such as that, take them on the mission trip and that can be <laughs> yeah. a lot of good for you. For sure. And honestly, the, the national mission trips are a fantastic way um, to get, to take your kids along with you. Yeah. And I know, um, last, last couple of years we've had, um, unfortunately a couple of opportunities with some um, disasters. I know, um, hurricanes in Florida, we've had some teams go down there. Also the, uh, the major tornado that, that ripped through Kentucky, I guess it's about a year and a half ago. Now we had, we actually had one church, McLeansboro church in Southern Illinois that went and rebuilt someone's house for them. And so, yeah. Um, and we're wanting to, to look at opportunities with that as well. I know that there's a small church um, near you in, in Caney, Missouri. Yeah. The suburbs of Ava um, <laughs> had a, a, a creek over overflowed its banks and so flooded the, the basement. And so 
even in the area of disasters. Let me ask this, Tim. Why should people, why shouldn't they just focus on their own church? There is too much work to do for one church. And um, beyond Harvest, we've also partnered with Freedom Church in Gainesville, just down the road. And um, as you start looking outside yourself, I mean, look at what Christ did as he was in this earth. He, he walked, he, he looked at the opportunities that he had around them with him, with people and, and teaching and encouraging and bringing the kingdom of God here on this earth. And that's what our goal is. And, and if that's our goal, we have to be involved in, in strengthening up other churches. Oftentimes in small communities, uh, you compete against each other. Right. But there are too many people that need disciple. There's too many people that need to be reached for us to just be building up our own silos and our own kingdoms. And, and Christ, uh, and it's disobedience to Christ not to, he, he calls us to, to encourage. And you see the apostle Paul, it's amazing to see how he built up other churches and he, and he helped other establish other leaders in those churches. And, and so something that we've been doing is uh, sharing with our church, something I've been very intentional with is we are um, to encourage and equip other churches too. And if people are discouraged in another church, don't try to take them from that church, but actually encourage them and build them up and strengthen them. Because when we are all stronger, that's going to be more impact for the kingdom of God. And we can take a lot of uh, notes from Life.Church with Craig Rochelle mm -hmm. and how they pour into people and they share resources and, and they see it as a maximizing of their potential. And that's exactly what it is. And so we actually partnered with Freedom Church um, a few months ago for a movie night and a, and a cookout. And um, we had a good time with them. And there was a couple in our church that is south of Ava. They're they're closer to that context. Uh, their their community is more in that Gainesville community, and uh, they they are actually they left last Sunday to go to Freedom Church to start um, assisting in ministry there. And it was hard to see a young family go, but we are building up and we are encouraging and we are strengthening other churches. That means that we need to be sending people too, whether it's a mission right. trip or whether it's raising up leaders and sending them out. Those are all important aspects of this. And again, uh, to remind our listeners, Ava Church, um, very strong church. We're not talking about a church of four or 500, 600 people no. that are involved in this way. And so <clears throat> Tim, for you would, I guess, would, would you agree there's, there's a difference? Obviously, conversions are important. Um, yeah. that, that's the beginning point. But th this, this aspect of discipleship, until people begin to really um, serve in ministry in the church, but also outside the church, do they really understand this thing of uh, maturing as disciples? No, I mean, as as you as you mature and you start looking outside yourself, you see those opportunities all around. And and I think um, we're to disciple not only individuals, but also churches in, in a way of um, as we as we look to how can we strengthen those churches around us and how can we build them up? How can we um, and partner with them and and maybe combine our resources, right. combine uh, Gainesville right now, um, as far as Freedom Church, uh, they're meeting in a community center. And so they um, they only have it for a few hours. So, hey, we have a building that we have all the time. So let's let's partner together and let's let's help each other out. And so I think that's where um, just looking outside of ourselves is that sign of maturing. And as I've seen our people 
serve not only in our church, and I love when people serve in the church, but I love even more when I see people serving in the community. And, and when I see that, that shows that that person is maturing and our people are growing to the point that they're looking at other people. Tim, how would you say um, your, your focus on out, being outside the church, going outside the church, how does that affect worship at, at Ava Church? Do you, is mm-hmm. there a new, a new excitement, a new uh, energy, if you will? Yeah, yeah. And when you see people actually get on board with not just coming once every week, sitting in a pew or a chair and and singing a few songs and hearing a message and going home. But when you see people applying those messages, when you see people actually um, serving, there's an excitement about that. And and this group that came back from Marla, what was so cool is some of them could not go that second trip. So some of the people that went on the first trip could not go on the second. And they were coming to me. They were super bummed. There was a guy that almost canceled a pheasant hunting trip out, <laughs> <laughs> out west. And and, and because he wanted to go to Marlowe again. And, and so he didn't, but, but he, he brought some meat back. So that was good. <laughs> but go. no, it was, it was so cool to see them actually missing and longing to go. And, and the relationships that were formed on that um, have been deepening within each other. And then that has spread to other people within our church. And so when they came back and they were talking about Marlowe and they were talking about other things going on. That's why some of the people went on the second trip because they were saying, well, I want to be a part of this. Sure. Excitement breeds excitement, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I was able to uh, communicate some with uh, Pastor James. Of course, they're glad to be back in the building to fix it up. And mm-hmm. there, are, there are still some needs of painting and drywall and floor and exterior work, that kind of thing. And so um, you, would, you would encourage people if they had an uh, opportunity to, to go and help there? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. If if you have the skill set, especially as they're trimming out, as they're finishing, adding the finishing touches, um, it's it's stressful. All of the details uh, involved in this. Um, It's stressful. Many people know setting up, tearing down every single week. Um, It's uh, it's good to have that partnership with other pastors to support each other and Honestly, sometimes it's easier to get out of your own community to form those relationships with other pastors. And so um, not just at the summit, but let's make this more. We have technology today. We have ample opportunity to make those connections. A lot of times it's just that desire. So I would encourage anybody, um, if you know of any other pastor, which I'm guessing you do, then reach out to them. A simple text can say a lot. I have James and Shauna sending Lindsay and I text saying, Hey, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you. And, and the same back to them. And so there's a relationship, a friendship, a, um, a support that we need, um, for each other. And so, um, it, it's been, it's been so good to see that and refreshing for both of us involved. It's a mutual encouragement. We, we have also have had a couple, uh, student groups from our churches. We did have a, a group, um, go ahead and mention from AG church that did a, a mission trip to, to St. Louis, um, mm-hmm. assisted, a uh, Phil Warren, who was pastor at Westside church, some outreach in that community there, um, what the what the youth did bring with them was was COVID though. By the time they got home, I would think about eight or nine of the kids had COVID. So, but um, so that was an opportunity. We had a group from Risen Church that went to uh, um, Portland, Tennessee, to help some ministry there. Tim, you've been involved in in student ministry some in the past. Do you ever do any mission trips uh, in student ministries? We've done a lot locally, um, as far as for 
residents in a nursing home. And I know it's a lot of the times the students are doing more fun trips, um, more built around them and they're, they're good, uh, teaching them scripture, teaching them, uh, involving them in community, but it's, it was so good for our kids. And it was a little awkward going to the nursing home because some of the kids didn't know how to talk and communicate with some of these older folks, but as they got used to it and as they gave them gifts that they made one year, we made snowmen and we took them to them and they were just socks stuffed with rice, but it was awesome to see the uh, interactions that came from that. And so I can see definitely the benefit of taking students on just with our own daughters, taking them to Marlowe, of going even outside of your community and, and involving them in other churches and involving them, especially when they go in and they see a place and, and they see the work that needs to be done and then they help people. And then as you leave, those people are so thankful. Um, you realize that you've actually made a difference. And I think that's good for our young people to see that they can actually make a difference right now just by looking outside of themselves and putting some effort um, there. So if we have any uh, student pastors, uh, student leaders, youth leaders that would be interested, please reach out to us. We do have opportunities for um, student student mission trips. I want to share a couple of other opportunities we have in addition to um, Harvest Church. And again, um, you can reach out to me or, or Tim you'd like more information about helping out the Harvest Church with our stateside mission trips, the um, the cost is uh, is negotiable. I guess you could say depends on at what level you're willing to uh, sleep. Tim, you you said you guys slept at an Airbnb when you went to uh, to Marlowe. Yeah, yeah, and especially if you're taking a, a good sized group, you can have a guy's house and girl's house or whatever your group mixture is. But um, yeah, we stayed at an Airbnb, and actually, the lady that we booked with the first time said, "You come back." She said, "Get with me, and I'll I'll save you guys a deal for the work that you're doing." So they were actually um, we got it for cheaper than a hotel anyway, and then she actually knocked some off the second time we went. Good. Yeah. So I, again, for people listening, uh, Marlowe, Oklahoma. They're wanting to, uh, obviously James is wanting to get things fixed as, as soon as possible. If you're like me and you're a demolition expert, probably you need to carry water or carry food in this part where they're, they're, they're going to see your mistakes. But also um, I was able to uh, talk yesterday with Justin Banks. He's pastor of Expedition Church in um, Canyon City, Colorado. Who doesn't want to go to Colorado, right? Hey, exactly. But, um, but Justin was talked about something and it, it um, challenged me in a sense that even though obviously Colorado's part of the part of the United States, just the total different culture that's there, something like eighty um, percent of the people in that area are, are uh, non-believers, describe themselves as non-believers, and so um, in that area they do a lot of outreach in the community. Again, at, at their church, they were given a church, so there's some construction needs that are there, but they do a lot of uh, outreach opportunities, uh, movie nights, VBSs, those kind of things. And it uh, just so happens that Justin said if somebody would want to have a fun day, they could do some fly fishing or whitewater rafting. They also have a suspension bridge that I would never be able to get my wife on. It's a suspension bridge about 800 feet below is where the, the bottom would be. And so, um, <laughs> again, that would be an opportunity. If a team would want to go to um, to Colorado, they could sleep at the church, um, blow up mattresses. There is running water, things such as that. Or if they want to spend more money, they could do a hotel. And so that's part of the yeah. advantage of the stateside trips. Depends on what you want, you know, how much you're willing to rough it as much as we rough it in the United States. Yeah. 
Well, and I think, Jim, also just thinking outside the box, not everything has to be a construction or demolition exactly. trip. Exactly. Right. And so I, what I noticed was the second time we, or when I went with you guys, um, it, I actually got to go on a Sunday morning. And we need to think spiritually too. Yes. Um, how much of an encouragement would it be just to take a group of students and go worship and go help in, in some way? And maybe it's um, and just to en- encourage spiritually, just participating in a worship service is huge. And I know from Relevant Church in Georgia, just thinking um, how much it means to Carl and other people that you actually visit the churches, that one-on-one interaction. So whatever size of church, it doesn't matter. It's just um, thinking of how can we encourage another church um, and and participate and maybe just as simple as a worship service. Right, exactly. Then one, one other opportunity we have um, Junction General Baptist Church in Junction, Illinois. You, have you ever heard of Junction, Illinois? I have not, but now I'm guessing there's a crossroads there. there. You have to start someplace else. It's right on the border of Indiana, but on June 1st of uh, last year, their church was uh, struck by lightning and burned to the ground. And so they mm-hmm. have a, uh, it's called Carpenters for Christ out of Montgomery, Alabama. They're going to build the shell of the church, but the interior part of the church will need, um, we need some construction crews. And it's, this is a, a smaller church, um, not a lot of people, not a lot of finances. And so I think that would be an opportunity. Again, uh, this one would be more construction, but I appreciate what you said. Um, we have a lot of opportunity stateside, whatever your skill level is, whatever your spiritual gifts are. And I think that, um, you know, mission one, our one mission, um, I think Jesus did a pretty good job when he said, love God, love others. Um, the Great Commission really could be translated as you are going. And so every day looking for opportunities, making the most of those. And so, uh, Tim, anything else that you'd like to share that I, that I didn't mention? No, I think, um, I, like I said, I appreciate the partnership and your guys' focus for being for the churches and the work that has been done and is going to be done in the future. Um, so if you definitely reach out to General Baptist Ministries, but also don't wait for them. Go ahead and make those yes. contacts for yourself, because I know with Harvest, we just heard about it. I contacted James, found out some needs to call them on the phone, had a personal conversation with him, and he expressed those needs. And that's where that came from. And so that wasn't necessarily organized anything through General Baptist Ministries. And so just take some initiative on yourself to encourage and think outside of your own context. And it's going to be such a blessing for you, I promise. Tim, I want to thank you for for joining us today. And for our our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you would like to have more information about a Mission One team, maybe you want to do an internship um, in one of our stateside churches, or for that matter, one of our international churches, please reach out to me, jim.pratt at generalbaptist.com. Or you could call us at the ministry building at 573-785-7746. Again, Tim, thank you so much for joining us. For our listeners, if you haven't already done so, I want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're using to assess our podcast, and please leave a review. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.